Hello everyone. Coming to you all the way from the throne of God to present to you this morning's kingdom principle. I hope we are all doing very well. I pray that God's word will speed ahead and I pray that his word will be under wherever it goes. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. So, um, in our earlier um, lesson, we tried to put um, Uriah's account and Jeremiah's account side by side. And we learned that whereas Uriah put his own desire ahead of God's, um, Jeremiah actually put God's desire ahead of his. And so, Jeremiah got his life back because he hated his life but Uriah lost his life okay it is of no like it's no coincidence that um Uriah's account was narrated right after Jeremiah's account when you read the book of Jeremiah chapter um 26 okay so you would note the interspersion of the various saviors of Jeremiah in both accounts okay so you see that right after Jeremiah's defense in verse number 17 some wise old men managed to convince the people against taking the life of the prophet and then again immediately after we are informed of what the king did to Uriah in verse 24 we are updated again that one Ahikam stood with Jeremiah and persuaded the court not to turn over um, Jeremiah to the mob to be killed okay so um jeremiah was saved his life was saved and it's 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 actually like it comes the the, the narrations that are just there for us to compare okay jeremiah hated his life in this world and he got it back now when you continue reading you will learn also that um when israel was captured by babylon and the, and the king of of, of of judah was was made to watch as his sons and as his um son sorry and all the nobles of judah were killed and he also had his eyes gorged out and bound in chains and sent away to exile in babylon for disobeying the message of the lord the prophet was treated differently in chapter 39 and and, and verse 11 king nebuchadnezzar of babylon told nebuchadnezzar the captain of his guard to find jeremiah and see that he isn't hurt the king placed the servants of god above the king of judah his words were to look for him look for him wherever he was to find him and to ensure that jeremiah was unharmed now when jeremiah sorry when jerusalem was was burnt okay including the palace and its city walls were torn down jeremiah was being favored by this strange and strange and might i don't want to call him strange okay because see he's not a strange king because he was actually like a servant of god nebuchadnezzar probably did not start righteously or he did not start right but eventually he became god's servant you'll see that his praise and worship song was recorded in the book of daniel okay so um he was one king that god actually loved and i also admire him because like god loved him so let me not call him strange because um he was actually full of awe as god made him and he was very frightened and very powerful okay now um back to what we we're saying when the remnant of the population of judah was sent to babylon leaving behind just a number of 
of the poorest people in Judah to care for the fields and the vineyards, Nebuchadnezzar was ordered to look after Jeremiah well and to give him anything that he wanted, according to verse number 11. Okay, and in verse 13 again, we learn that Nebuchadnezzar, um, the captain of the guard, and Nebuchadnezzar, um, and other officials sent to bring Jeremiah out of the prison. Okay, so King Nebuchadnezzar was actually the servant of God who was obeying God's orders. Whereas um, the, the king of Judah rebelled against God, against his word, and, 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 and subsequently like imprisoned his servant, Nebuchadnezzar was actually God's um, servant who um, freed um, God's, God's um, messenger. Do you understand? Nebuchadnezzar was doing God's will. He was he was um going about like um doing what God asked him to do. There were we would see that there were many kings in Babylon after him, but God actually chose Nebuchadnezzar. God's eyes were upon him. God's hand was upon Nebuchadnezzar. He was God's battle axe. Okay, and see when um Nebuchadnezzar ordered okay that um. Um, Jeremiah be put under the care of Gedaliah. Okay, he also asked that Gedaliah should send him back to his home. So while Judah was captured and in exile, Jeremiah stayed comfortably back at home and among his own people. The Ethiopian who also helped um, Jeremiah out of the system, Ebed Melech, he was also um, God also promised him that he would see the destruction of the land, but God said he would rescue him from those he feared so much. So God said in verse 18 that because Ebed-Melech trusted in him, he would preserve his life and keep him safe. So you see, this is how God actually rescued Jeremiah. God's definition of his intention towards, um, um, towards his servants of God was so sure. It was so certain. Okay, And Jeremiah actually stood still to enjoy all of his, his promises. Jeremiah didn't waver at any point or feel God had disappointed him at any point. Jeremiah knew God would never lie to him, and Jeremiah stood firm on the word he had received from God, and God actually brought his word to pass in, in a glorious way. Okay, God brought his word to pass in Jeremiah's life through the hands of unexpected people, through the hands of a mighty king. Now, those of us who do not know Nebuchadnezzar very well, let me, let me tell you about this king, and then you will understand God's word when he says that I will rescue you. That, that when God said, I'll be with you, you'll understand this. When the book at Nazar, okay, according to Daniel chapter 2, he had a troubling dream that no one could interpret. But Daniel, by the Spirit of God, interpreted this dream. Um, Nebuchadnezzar was thinking about what would happen after his reign, okay? So he was thinking, he was, he was thinking about it. And what will happen to the future kings after him? So God reached out to this king in his mercy and gave him a vision. Now, in this vision, Nebuchadnezzar saw a huge and powerful statue of a man. And this, and this, and this statue was shining so brightly, like brilliantly. And, and, and the statue was also frightening and it was awesome. The head of the statue was made of fine gold. Then the chest and arms like, were made of silver. The belly and the thighs were made of bronze. Okay, And then the legs were made of iron. And the feet of the statue was a combination of iron and clay. And in the vision, as Nebuchadnezzar was watching the statue, a rock was cut out of a mountain by supernatural means. 
and this rock struck the feet of iron and clay of the statue so that the 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 the, the whole statue was smashed into bits and the whole statue was crushed okay and it became as small as chaff before the wind and the wind blew away this whole statue without a trace okay now um daniel by the the spirit of god was able to interpret this vision to the king whereas nobody else was able to do that so i'm i'm, I'm trying to tell you who nebuchadnezzar like was okay how great he was and who nebuchadnezzar actually was now um in interpretation of the dream the rock came to um knock down the statue and then when the rock did that the rock became a very great mountain that covered the whole of the earth in Daniel's interpretation of, of, of this vision, verse 37 says that he said to the king, Your majesty, you are a king over many kings, okay? And the God of heaven has given you sovereignty, has given you power, has given you strength, and has given you honor. He has made you the ruler over the entire inhabited world, and he has put even the animals and birds under your control. Do you get it? So I'm talking about the person who came to who came to Anna um Jeremiah? Okay, um, I'd like to end it because time's not on my side. Um, God willing, tomorrow I'll continue. I pray that um God's word will find space in your heart, and I pray that His word will rule you, His word will guide you, His word will bring you to His very own truth. Have a very blessed day and stay blessed because you are blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <music>